This is Sonder, the improvised podcast based on the suggestion, what did you believe as a child that you now know is not true? Welcome to the alternate reality just next door to our own. Welcome to Sonder. The suggestion for this episode was, as a child, I believed that I could fly in real life while I was dreaming. Listen, Mr. Montgomery, like I said, I can't control when I fly, because obviously it only happens when I'm dreaming, so I'm sorry that I usually end up in your garden bed. Um, I wish that we could just reach an understanding... There's no need to call the cops every single time. I would be happy to replace any squash that is damaged by, by my landing. It's completely out of my control. Well, you, you, you got a lot of my, 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 my squash. I mean, even look at the little, little, little one over there. Didn't even have a chance to sprout into its adulthood. I know, sir. I'm so sorry. Listen, this is a condition that runs in my family. Okay? Oh, I know all about you, Jenkins, and your flying dreams. Yeah. And it's taken me many years to just come out and say that I'm a night flyer. Okay? And I would just love a little bit of understanding. Check your privilege, sir. Night flyers may be a minority, but the way that genetics happens? Did you ever consider that I might be the next step in evolution of humankind? Did you ever think of that? That that the people that you think are weird or unicorns or strange that you want to segregate, maybe they... All right, I'm getting ahead of myself. I don't think I'm anything special. I just think that I need some consideration. Sir, would you please just drop the charges this one time, and I promise it'll never happen again. I'm so sorry, Mr. Montgomery. Okay, just this one time. Thanks. It's an epidemic. It's an epidemic, these these night flyers, and uh, I don't. I, I'm not. Um, I'm not a fan of it. I really think we got to get. Uh, we got to do something about it. These night flyers, you know, they can wake up at any time, plummet from the sky. It's a, they're they're a danger to themselves, and they're a danger to others. Uh, clearly, there's got to be something to got to be something done. Yeah, I can tell you what we can do about them. All right, I got a 12 gauge shotgun in my backyard. I can shoot them out of the sky. Is what we can do. Right, right. Am I right? I don't know if we should shoot him out of the sky. Any other ideas? Yeah, can we just take a moment to really hear what my colleague across the aisle is saying? He's talking about shooting people out of the sky. And these people don't have an illness. These people have a gift. And I think they should be viewed as, as such. When they're in flight, all right, in their little dream state or whatever you want to call it, to me, they're like pigeons, okay? They're a nuisance. And I can shoot pigeons off my property, all right? I can do that. The gentleman from South Dakota, please, please yield. This is not the way that we speak to each other. Uh, Yes, uh, the the senator from uh, North Dakota. 
What's wrong with just a net? Give them nets. Don't let them fly out their window. Seems like it's a simple solution. I don't mean to interrupt the Senator's time, but I think it's important that we put forth proper notion and belief in these chambers. Since we are amongst each other and it's our job to serve, shouldn't we be looking at what benefits these night flyers the most? They're really not a detriment to society, and I think everyone here knows that, and saying anything different from that is what's harmful. If we're going to be spending any of the taxpayers' money on night flyers, we're going to need to know exactly where it's going and how many night flyers there are. So I think in the next census, we should be asking who is who. Yeah, I for one would like to know who flies and who doesn't. Hey, Delilah, I'm... Hey, it's Penny Jenkins. Um, You may remember me from college. I got the uh, invitation to the reunion, and I'd uh, really like to come, but I just wanted to let you know that I'm sleep-segregated right now, so um, it's kind of crazy. There are nets over my windows, and uh, I have to wrap myself in this huge ace bandage at night, so... um, Needless to say, I'm not going to be able to make the reunion, but I hope you guys have a great time, you know? Anyway, I'm going to put a donation in in the envelope, and I'm going to send it out with my CIA handler. And one more thing. Um, Mrs. Jenkins? Mrs. Jenkins? Uh, Hey, throw another rock at her window. Okay. The Sam Hill? What was that? Who's throwing rocks through our window? Sorry. Sorry. Denise, maybe this was a bad idea. We want to get Mrs. Jenkins to teach us how to night fly in our dreams and... Are you here to see my wife? Oh, sorry, Mr. Jenkins. Uh, We didn't recognize you. We'd never met you before. We just wanted to talk to Mrs. Jenkins. We'll pay for the window. Oh, yeah, you'll pay. Honey! All right, Denise, uh, if she comes out, what are we going to say? What, why would she help us? What if we say that we really want a night fly because we don't think it's right what people are doing to her and the other night flyers? Yeah, right. It's solidarity, right? If more night flyers are flying, night flyers have to be recognized as something? Exactly. Hi, who's... I'm um, sorry, who's here? Hi. Uh, hi, we're, we're, we live down the street. I'm Tommy, this is Denise. Sorry about your window. Give me the cap, George. You know that these meds are murder on my eyes. Sorry, kids. Medicine? What kind of medicine? Uh, <laughs> I'm on a regimen of uh, pharmaceuticals that the Central Intelligence Agency has mandated. Why? Kids. Look at me. You don't want this. You don't want any part of it. I'm sorry, I've got a lie back. Can I have a... Can, can I... Here you go, honey. Here, take my hand. All right, enough is enough. My colleagues from across the aisle are prejudiced. That's what this is. That's what this... This months-long debate, this months-long constant changing of laws has been. We're classifying them practically as predators when they're not. They're human beings who have a gift. 
Well, uh, you know, when uh, human beings who have a gift start dive-bombing my private property, I think that gift is infringing upon my civil liberties. Am I right, my fellow senators on this side of the aisle? Classified as as dive-bombing is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, these are people who are trying to get a hold of something that, of course, that they, they don't have great control right now. But but this is something that can be vi- can be used in the future. Imagine, imagine if we could militarize these people. Imagine if you can, for just a moment, what we could gain from them. You need to be thinking about this differently. There's a lot we can do with these bodies. I uh, I yield my time. Tell me more about this militarization of the Night Flyers. I'm very glad you asked. Agent Portnoy, I, I'm remembering something from my last trip to the Ukraine. There was a, a tank division in Sector 49. The, ge- the gentleman uh, who was seated in the watchtower, he was using a hand sign. He called out across the field. I think it was a code. It was a uh, agent Portnoy, will you? That's all you need to do. Here, let me give you something to help you sleep. Put this right into the IV. We've reached a point now where now I'm speaking with a heavy heart. This debate has turned from months to what are their rights? Now it's years and it's what are their pensions looking like for for being in the military? We've taken something that was so pure and and innocent and and beautiful and we've we've weaponized it and, and now we don't even know how to properly treat it when things happen. There aren't enough flyers to keep this sustainable. There aren't enough people to to use them in the way that you're using. Well I am certainly in favor of these fine patriots being protected. All right, they should get their pensions, have special provisions in their lives. They should have extra guards following them around. This is our future, people, and we got to protect. This is not our future. This, this needs to end. I mean, at what age do we even start this program? We say officially it's 18, but I'm starting to think from some of my colleagues on the other side that this is starting much, much earlier. Tom, Tom, are you ready? Let's go somewhere. Let's go to Bermuda or Bora Bora or, or let's go to New Zealand. I got a dream before we can do that, right? Let's just make it happen. Let's go. We don't have to be a part of any of this. We have magic in our veins. I, I feel bad about going against the protocol. I mean, shouldn't we? No, they're using us. That you can't feel bad about going against a protocol that is meant to harm you. Let's just go. All right. Okay, where do you want to go? I'll follow you. Who's that over me? Is that... I can barely see you. Mr. Montgomery, is that you? Hi, hi, Mrs. Jenkins. It's Billy. Billy Montgomery? I'm much older now. Oh, yeah, you sure are. I, oh, boy, have I landed in the squash. No, 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 not at all. I, I actually, there's a reason I came by. My 
My uh, mom put together some squash pie. My, my pop's been asking about you. That's awfully sweet of him. You know, I used to think I had troubles with your with your pop. If I could only go back to that moment, boy. I've been uh, furloughed now from the program. I feel like I don't ever want to fly in the night again. I want to just take a final rest. And who knows where my body, my mind will take me. I'm not afraid of it anymore. When I was crossing enemy lines and when I was trying to find my way back and I was waking up in flop houses and I was waking up on the front lines with bullets flying over my head and when people were shooting at me when I landed on their on their roofs, I, I was so afraid. I was so afraid of dying, but now I see it as ultimate freedom. I'm not afraid anymore. Uh, <clears throat> this is, uh, of course, the uh, <clears throat> esteemed uh, senator from uh, <clears throat> Texas, and uh, I have to tell uh, tell everyone here in these hallowed chambers that uh, my uh, son Tommy and his friend Denise, uh, who joined the program. They've gone off the grid. He wrote me a little note uh, that I'd like to read to this political body. Dear Dad, uh, I know that you uh, wanted me to follow uh, the program that you'd created for the Night Flyers. For a while, I did that. I thought that was the right thing to do, and I thought that gave credibility to the Night Flyers in general. But I wanted to dream and fly to beautiful places. I didn't want to fly into the middle of war. I've gone off. And I hope you recognize that this is an important part of the Night Flyers. We're the dreamers, Dad. And dreamers must dream for a better future. His words really made me think. Maybe, just maybe, we're, uh, we're looking at this through the wrong lens. I, for one, am the first to admit that uh, I'm willing to to go another way with this. Thank you. I yield my time. Sweet dreams always. Those are the last words that I heard from my neighbor, Mrs. Jenkins. I've been fighting this fight a long time. And I'll tell you what. I've experienced it. I've seen the beginning the middle and end. When does this end? Sonder is a completely improvised podcast based on the question, what did you believe as a child that you now know is no longer true? For more information about Sonder, please visit improvisedpodcast.com. Sonder was developed and performed by Helen Alamano, Jeff Bowser, Gail Brennan, Susan Deming, Leanna Dindle, Eric Carthen, Karen Foreman, Jeremy Hanna, Rebecca Lohman, Troy Miller, Andrew Pierce, and Rick Stedman. Direction, Development, Instruction, and Production by Kelly Holden Bashar. 
Editing, music, and production by Ted Cannon. Additional sound and editing by Dylan Forehand. Live tech by Chris Dion. Thank you to Impro Theater School.